Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. happy hour when Andy Kindler, comedian extraordinaire, is here, who I've known for 1,000 fucking years. I don't want to say the 80s, though, right? Is it the 90s? Let's say the 90s. Yes. Let's say the 2000s. You were on my disastrous late night show in 1995. That was not disastrous, because you know what? Who came out on top? Not me. Not me. Neither. I, I mean, no, because you're you're famous for talking shit about other comedians. Yeah, you not, may have talked shit about me when I was relevant for two seconds, but now what would be the point? I think it'd I may pun- I, be punching down. I if I made I, I'm saying I think I've made fun of everybody in the world because I love the music of Amy Mann and how I I've met her and we're like I don't want to, I'm yeah. not to, I don't like to drop names but I will be dropping yeah. them consecutively oh, okay. every 13 seconds. Okay. But uh, when she used to before I knew her and she was on doing music on TV, I, I, I would say, what's wrong? She doesn't look like she's interested in the music. Why isn't she retired? It's that type of thing. There isn't a person I haven't said something negative about at some point. And then you meet them. Right. And then you're such a pussy, you have to grab yourself, right? Because then you feel bad, and then you're like, oh, well, sorry. Well, we, I, no, you started, we started to become mishpucha politically, if that's right. one 800 top like us. Coming up for the next half hour, why you should throw your girlfriend from a moving car. Why? Call 1-800-BLOW-ME-UP-TOM. <laughs> Do you really care? I've had nasal decongestions since right. 1981. <laughs> nasal decongestions. I'm Tom Adenoids in those sixes. I'm the hottest man alive. Thank God you can't see me on the radio. All right. I went, um, uh, I went in on his wine show once. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know. I, didn't know. I would have liked that. And then, <laughs> I don't think you would. <laughs> that mostly was my impression of his show. It was like how hot he is. Yeah. And how you must treat women like shit. Yes. When you're as hot as he is. And it's just kind of a character, but it's a character based on misogyny. <laughs> hey, That's, who? Uh, this uh, was uh, pre Me Too. And the days when when it was perfectly fine for this jockey to say, "Hey, why don't you show me your breasts every Thursday at seven? It's Thursday, show me your breast that day. Was, yeah, that was when Howard Stern did it. That was it. Show, oh. me, your t- show me your tits. Yeah, But I don't want to get yeah. stuck on, on Tom no. Likas because I have only about three more minutes of material about numbers. No, 
I want you to do your Tony Grant. Listen, we're going to get to our radio nerd stuff first, Travis. <laughs> do your Tony Grant. You were- oh, me? Because I worked with Dr. Laura. So I'm Dr. Really like, Tony- you're, worth, you're worthless and weak. Yeah, you're you worthless just, and weak. You should kill yourself. And then as my Before friend, you hang up. As my friend pointed out, even like at the end of her show, Dr. Laura would give you one more instruction. Now go to sleep. You know, after yeah, telling you yeah. what to do. I always said people that call Dr. Laura for therapy deserve therapy from Dr. Laura. Um, They're like, I just had my fourth uh, baby out of wedlock with my husband who's still a drug addict, but he says he's getting clean. What do you think, Dr. Laura? You're an idiot. You know, you wait. It's always like she's like the doctor. She's Judge Judy. It's Judge Judy. Yes. I don't know how people can yes. watch you, Judge Judy. Let me, what, what's your story? Well, I got hit in the head. Don't tell me what you did or didn't do. <laughs> Give me the evidence from your brief. I don't have any evidence. Don't you come to my courtroom. Who, who likes that? She's a horrible human being. She's what? telling you. I don't get it. Either. Good afternoon. Court is in session. I'm a horrible human being. Who can I now take out the things I regret in my life on in this stupid court show? I'm going to get in trouble with this. My husband, Dylan. I feel like we're going to have to just say Judge that this Judy. whole... I have family We're going to have to say this whole episode was lost. What about the love songs on the Coast Girl? Does she have a good love life? What's happening? Delilah. Delilah. Oh, is that it? Hi. I missed that story. Who is that? Is that the oh, Quiet okay. Storm? Hi. Thanks for calling Love Songs on the Coast. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, and she would sort of, you know, there'd be these horrible gut-wrenching stories, and she'd just be like, okay, here it comes. I... I Baby, I'ma want you by bread. Like, <laughs> just like it wouldn't, you know, like have any really. You'd be like, "Wow, that seems like rubbing salt in the wound." But okay, it was like a breakup letter. But okay, thank God there were less stand-up comics then, because how would you not do a bit about "I'ma want you"? Because I think it's the That's worst. That's not even a it's proper not grammar. Even a, it's just a horrible thing to say. Baby, I'ma want you. Baby, like that, I'ma need you. It's like that song that says. Though I never laid a hand on you, right. my eyes adored you. Right. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I never physically tried to... Oh, so you were just stalking me. Right. Okay. All right. Though I never laid a hand on you, my eyes were carving you up into small... This, meat. Song, this song is called Restraining Order. It goes out to... <laughs> oh, I'm into... Andy Kindler. I'm into true crime. I, I don't know, but I'm not going to interrupt anymore, except no. for 12 more times. I'm into these true crime things. I yeah. can't stop listening to yeah. true. I just can't stop. Yeah. I know every case, every Rebecca Schaefer horrible, every horrible thing that's happened. Oh, it's horrible. It cheers me. It, but here's the thing. Yeah. These horrible things cheer yeah. me up after a day of Trump. Yeah. A dateline where a woman drowns her whole family is still kind yeah. of taking the edge off. This is directly uh, uh, symmetrical to the Marsha Clark happy hour we did <laughs> whereby yes. she was Rebecca Schaefer's. She represented she prosecuted the guy that killed her. Okay, that, yeah. It's, That's it's pretty... a little different take on the Rebecca Shaper murder. Okay, let's... You should never apologize for knowing more than other people right? about something. Because I didn't even know you were talking about. Um, sorry, Jamie's losing her shit. Don't okay, sorry. Um, Andy Kindler, uh, you are here on the day. Are we up to, what, 10 Democrats? Liberals have received bombs in the mail. No, I don't believe it's Suspicious seven. packages. I think we're close. Um, Andy Kindler uh, tweets, a suspicious package was my porn name, which I didn't know because I've known it's you true. for a long time. And I That's did just not, a fact. No, I didn't know that. No. It's just an absolute fact. I didn't know. Well, you know, the thing is about that I was thinking about was that bo- a bomb that doesn't detonate would be the best way to describe my act. The bomb doesn't even go off. Did you bomb? No, it wasn't even no. that good. It wasn't out. even good enough to bomb. Fizzle out. You know, my stage name used to be Andy Climactic. 
Yeah. He had me till almost the end. All right. I'll be sprinkling jokes. That's the only one from my act that I sprinkled in so far. I just love how sweaty your upper lip is. I know. I'm a Jew. It's so fantastic. You're a Jew. I I sweat like a Jew doing anything. That's a joke I can never get to work. I just like, this isn't even hard labor. I mean, are we taxing you too much? What's happening? No, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Really? Because I don't want to, because (laughs) you're coughing. Do I wait to do the Heimlich? Or do I just assume you can't breathe? popcorn. I made a nosh for you. Trust me, you're not going to embarrass yourself on this podcast. Lily Tomlin actually called and said, "What did I do on that podcast? Erase it now." I want I was that so podcast drunk. eradicated. Did she? Re- did you have to do it? Did you have to? Write? No, she has no power. Do you really think popcorn me. is a good snack for the radio? I'm sorry. <laughs> is that what you think? Not even for me. Okay. I, uh, hold on. I love that he just said, "I won't interrupt," and we invited him as our guest. Do you have a popcorn button, like a cough button? <laughs> like Donald just, Trump. Give me a diet It makes coat. me sound like Muttley on the. <laughs> See, that's a cartoon, probably, right? Couple Huffs. I don't know who that is. I'm, you're older than I am. You're five years older. I'm way older. Muttley on what, Dudley Do-Right? It's after my, Black Erasers. (laughs) It's after my time period. I'm so old. Okay. Like Sesame Street? I couldn't like Sesame Street. Yeah. Like, stop talking down to me. (laughs) I was 40. See, that was Muttley. You just did Muttley. (laughs) Well, that's the she, 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 she. Dog from the cartoon, right? Here's <laughs> a, a stick I used to do, Andy. Did you say you, stick? I know, I know you like stick. You are common. not Jewish at all. No, but I, I used to do uh, starting my car in Buffalo in the winter was Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm See, not laughing he would call at that the hack. joke. That's hack. I'm you, not laughing at the joke. I'm laughing that you did the joke, right? <laughs> You're laughing at me. You're not <laughs> la- no, I'm laughing at that style of joke, which is very I, oh, 80s. I think it's supposed to be a little something like this. First of all, don't you miss the days where you could take a very serious illness and turn it into a bit? Come on, folks. Well, come on, folks. Loose. Oh, oh, it's so PC today. I can't insult people because of their disabilities. Oh. Isn't Donald Trump just beyond everything else? He's just the worst comedian ever. Doesn't that the thing that pains you the most as a comedian is not just him, but the people that laugh at this, whatever I he know, he's apparently so... is doing as comedy? I don't even... He steals... I think he actually steals material. This is my own theory. But Chris Rock did a thing about... I haven't even heard the original bit, but didn't he do a thing about John McCain and he's a hero because he didn't... Because he, right. Right? And I don't know what the bit was. I'm sure it was right. funny because it was Chris Rock. And I think he heard that line. He just uh, he stole that line yeah. and put it in the context of his own hate. Yeah, whatever it is, it's not funny. And then he does. He's, he's starting to do voices now, right? He's starting to do impressions. He's, he's always that. done that voice of. I don't. And they said to me, uh, "Why are you?" Here's what he thinks other people are like. <laughs> and that's based on the fact that he really is. And I never use this word that much, but he is America's moron. He is yes. the most. Yeah. He's not just stupid. He is evil, stupid. Yeah. And I feel bad to say that in a way because maybe that's not his fault, but I think it's, so it's you, willful stupidity. You disagree that the last storm was uh, tremendously wet from the standpoint of water? Yeah. I mean, sure, he's, great with, it. he's great with his words. Remember when we used to laugh that people thought Reagan was a good communicator? He used to go, <laughs> these people, that guy's a hack. Reagan is like uh uh, Fred Rogers? No, he's like a Will. Who's that? One of these guys, Will Rogers, compared to. You get more comedy leeway when you've been shot. Remember, he did the. Well, I forgot to duck, and everybody, you know, because right. you get a lot of you're like you get a lot of credit when you 
He almost for just being shot. That was like, oh, okay. he almost that was, died that too, was right? Charming. He was close to death. Yes. People didn't know that yes. because they were too busy seeing what's his name take charge. Yeah. Who was that guy? I'm who, in charge who now. Can say now. I'm in charge. What's See, there's been so many evil people. We only remember this buffoon from that time period. We can't even think of his name when he said, "I'm in charge." As of now, I'm in charge. That was Poppy Bush, right? No, he was the vice president. No, it wasn't. That would have been good if it was the vice president. It was this other guy, and I can see his face. Uh, was in front of vice president? Oh, fuck. Poppy Bush. Sean... No, yeah, but it wasn't. His, it wasn't Google his it. vice president. <laughs> I don't know a lot of things, but I know. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question, but I know that that's not the right answer. How about that? You were correct about the popcorn. Okay, listen, No, no, Andy, it's really great. Now... It's a great snack. How about jawbreakers? Why don't you just wax whistles? Why don't you put out some wax whistles? And do you know what would be great? Sunflower seeds. And we'll pretend we're in the dugout. I feel so bad for you. I'm good. I'm fine now. Al Haig. Okay. Mm. Al Haig. Wow. Yeah. Al Haig. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You win nothing. <laughs> he was uh, Secretary of State. He's oh, right. Charge. He said, I'm in charge now, which was terrifying. Man. Remember when that was terrifying? He was terrifying. And Donald Trump's president. Al Haig. He was terrifying. He was. Before Cheney, as, uh, what's his name? I hardball insists on calling Cheney. him. Cheney. What? Ma. Ma. I mean, what is this guy? Say, uh, say it. What is he, Nelson Rockefeller? No. Cheney. No, Chris Matthews. He's nothing from the 40s or the 30s. <laughs> What is this guy, uh, Tip O'Neill? No, he's not Tip O'Neill. Why don't you mention the Peace Corps again, Chris Matthews? One more time. Mention the people. I was in the Peace Corps. Corps. Yeah, I worked with Tip O'Neill. Yeah, Tip O'Neill. Hey, I got a Kennedy book. I was in the Peace Corps. Did I mention that to you? I mean, what's this guy? He called, he had Liz Winstead on once, and he, and he said it was about the White House Correspondence Center. He goes, now, I know you comics have your zappers. He gets started calling them zappers. Zappers. As if that was a real word. He meant zingers or something. Probably like that. And I said to Liz, if she, I swear she should have come back at him with, well, of course, you have to have zappers. That's my zappers. <laughs> <laughs> you used to do the joy buzzer. All right. <laughs> yes, I still do. Um, we'll so... be back with the popcorn hour. after. Ah, everybody. <laughs> Meet Chugger Little Huss coming up. 55 degrees out that Los Angeles. I guess it'll be top like a... Two for Tuesday. What's happening Wednesday? What? What? It's canned, canned soup Thursday, everybody. Bring a canned soup to the station. Who, ever, who was the first person who said everybody, everybody? Anybody know? Who's the first everybody? person who said the Y95 the Y music van or something like that? Who's the first person who told Wilson Phillips Who said both songs in a row? Back to back. <laughs> back to back classics. Back to back. No repeat Tuesday. I'm not going to say this again, even. <laughs> when I say this again, it'll be... Homer We're not doing it twice. Who's the first one that did Homer Rock and Roll? <laughs> Who's the first? Stones, everybody, back to back. Nine in a row, back to back. Okay. Okay, who Andy. knows? Who, tell me what Rock Auto is, because every time it comes on, it upsets me very much. I don't know. It says that if you want an auto parts store all night long. I think they're advertising that you really? can order who your... Who I need a fucking master cylinder at 3 a.m.? Rock Auto. <laughs> That's where you go. All Rock Auto. I am so high, and I need a master cylinder. Hey, that was my uh, S&M name. <laughs> and suspicious package. Come in here! Was your... I right. am master we... cylinder. All right, can we just talk about what fucking douche nozzle Ted Cruz is? Let's do I, I read this headline to you because you did your suspicious package joke. 
Um, Ted Cruz claims Democrats are actually encouraging bombs being sent to their leaders because, of course, we didn't have to have to wait to know that they were going to go, oh, just because it's all of Ted Cruz or what do you call it? Donald Trump's top targets right in Twitter and his rallies. They're going to go, oh, of course, it's liberals doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, such a sad lie. Their lies used to be their lies. You get excited right. about them because they were big and they try to hide them a little bit. Now they just lie. Oh, remember when Maxine Waters said four months ago about something yes, about yelling at someone at a restaurant? Right. Okay, that's why. That's why she got the bomb. Right. Yeah. It's her fault. Yes. Oh, he mentioned her, but didn't didn't mention that she was one of the targets of the yes. bombing. Okay. Uh, okay. So, I, because we've asked a lot of comedians about this, like what? Because people just it, it's people like, oh, this is such a good time for you comedians, and we're like, right? But if you're a sentient human, it's really not fucking not funny anymore. It's not right. No, I'm in anxiety. I mean, I'm being honest. I'm on Prozac for the first time in my life. I'm in therapy twice a week, and I'm uh, uh, feel anxiety 24 hours a day. Pretty yeah, much. it's your normal life stress on top of this like existential crisis every day that you're like, yeah. oh, God, is he going to blow us up because of nukes in Russia? Or is he going <laughs> you know, to try to prove that he's anti-Russia? Like, you don't know what every day. You literally don't know what he's going to do. You said, uh, you tweeted, Trump is like Hitler if, <laughs> if Hitler couldn't find Poland on a map. One of my... I'm a big fan of that tweet. He's an incompetent <laughs> Hitler. That's the thing that's amazing. Sir. There's a line called that where somebody says he's malevolence and tem- tem- uh, tempered by incom- uh, incompetence. Yeah, it's the worst combo yeah. because it's so kind. It really is unpredictable. <laughs> when you're counting on General John Kelly being your Cooler voice head. of reason, the guy, I never heard anybody even make up a lie like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, this lady, the empty barrel. The guy that's randomly punching people. The congresswoman? Oh, that lady? I remember her. She was bragging about how she uh, invented Congress. And there's, oh, yeah, she's the congressperson of the, of the woman whose son died? Let me go after her. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's a good end. I love this tweet. You know why? Because he is, he's a combination of <laughs> stupid Hitler and, like, that <laughs> stupid beauty contestant pageant with the maps like she that would be him Who i would the- bomb poland <laughs> if i had a u.s per, if i was a u.s person with a map he said michael bolton yesterday you know that right <laughs> I know. no but he said it more than once more than once and then he's calling steve Ducey pete Ducey now because he's, he's, he doesn't know the difference between michael bolton and josh bolton john he bolton. does john but I'm to- oh, there is a Josh Bolton. Maybe that's why. Is there? No, don't. Josh Groban is who you're thinking of. Josh Brolin. Look, <laughs> yes. I'm a man who watched. Grogan. My idea of a show is Marcus Welby. Sue me, okay? Because Marcus Welby is a comedy for people over seventy. Every episode of Marcus Welby, uh, a guy would be in a plane. He go, oh, I'm not even horse. Then he go into Marcus Welby, and Marcus Welby would say, whatever you do, don't go on any more business trips. Ah, forget it, Welby. Then he goes on another business trip. <laughs> he has a heart attack. Next thing he comes to, and Consuelo and Marcus Welby and Josh Brolin, I believe, are looking think... over. Oh, I thought it's not Josh, Josh Brolin, I thought right? I meant Josh Groban. I thought we were doing musical things. I'm sorry. Who's Josh? Josh Brolin is, is the Brolin's son. Right. right. Barbara James Brolin's husband's son. You stay away from the Jays. Right. Okay. I'm sorry about that last riff. 
you, uh, by the way, good for you for owning the Dr. Laura, Dr. Tony Grant space, because you tweeted, do you think a racist madman who's eager to rip babies from their mothers cares about a journalist being murdered? Donald Trump is a sociopath. You heard me, APA. I'm officially diagnosing this monster. I don't need to run tests. I yeah. mean, seriously. I mean, I used to get, I'm, you know, you know they won't, is that the organization that won't come out right. with anything because they got sued once? Well, they have a duty to warn. Yeah. Oh, we can't say. It's, it's like fake. a crazy man it. is on your TV. And I mean that in the best way possible. And he's going, ding, 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 Michael Bolton. And they're going, how can we diagnose this? We need to have uh, this some will tests. Be the official now a warning after he finds Poland on a map. And then they'll be now like, now a warning? You know, we feel like we should tell you. <laughs> Um, you also were tweeting about, uh, yes, the Dem whoever wrote in the New York Times, the Democrats are too angry, particularly in light of today's news. Mm -hmm. um, oh. Nicely plays, you arrogant buffoon. Brett How long Stevens. Are we yeah, Brett Stevens, New York Times. How long are we going to whine about babies being ripped from their mothers? Stop getting upset about the election being stolen by a discount Nazi and the Russians. Sorry for hating your racism. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was saying to the, today, Charles, we can't play their games about no. civility when 10 bombs were just sent to all of Trump's political enemies today, they just attempted assassinations of all of his top political enemies. And, right, he, even he's like, what the fuck was that? He had Melania speak first, and then he's like, we really have to unite now. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> and stop that, and stop, again, my wife says, stop it with the online uh, bullying. Right. My wife right. says, I have a different opinion, but I like that she's out there getting her name out. And, and sending it's good for the brand. Yes, it's very good that she goes to a starving countries and advertises her feud with the media. I don't care. Hey, uh, to get to the other side, love Melania. King um, Kong's balls. I'm sorry, that was a okay, poor story. Right. I apologize for that. Plus, I, this whole whether it's Brett Kavanaugh or I, okay. I, who, how, what are we up to? 19 women have accused Trump of <clears throat> sexual assault or <laughs> harassment or whatever. Right. Okay. But but who cares? <laughs> oh, did you see Jeff Flake came out today and said, you know, in retrospect, I, I, it was hard to believe Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. <clears throat> Brett Kavanaugh, I, I think yeah. you're presumed uh, innocent until you're proven guilty unless you're Brett Kavanaugh because this guy... You bring up Clinton, the Clinton family, during your, during your whatever the heck that was. You're guilty. Sorry, He's guilty. How could he have not done it? Somebody, what would some crazy man start crying about his horrible life at as a, a Supreme Court thing? All right, look, someone more articulate than me is going to come along, yeah, and is going to knock that bit out of the park, yeah. <laughs> But isn't that? I don't think I've ever seen somebody I hated more than that Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. And usually I yeah. love I love prep schools. I'm a big fan of prep schools. It's starting to change my opinion of what white privileged prep yeah. schools are. Yeah. Sure. That guy he did not have seem, the all. He makes uh, it seem fun. He didn't have any advantages except for the prep school, right? And the uh, his grandfather went to Yale. Yeah. Okay. So maybe uh, <laughs> yeah. a he seems fun at a kicker. I'm sure that nothing to do with him getting into Yale. No. The kid. Pulled himself up by his own horrible bootstraps. That belonged to his grandfather. That also went to Yale. No corroboration. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, I love that. Okay. No, corro no yeah. corroboration. Yeah. And the thing is amazing. is like, 
someone did, did Louis C.K. ever say to you, hey, Andy, I'm going to whip my dick out. Would you come with me? <laughs> Tonight's well, going to be the night. Sarah Silverman touches my dick. Come with me. Be my wingman. I heard there was, there was an interview where, I don't know, the thing is, if you're trying, don't try and put a good spin on exposing yourself. It's not going to work. <laughs> and the thing is, you can tell a little bit about Louis C.K. that in his apology, he said the word dick. He said That's, dick. Yeah. Don't say dick. If you're apologizing yeah. for showing don't me dick, dick don't be a dick. Don't be in your face. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I was wrong for showing you my dick, and I'm sorry. And I'm still somehow doing the same. I'm still being abusive in a way, even though I'm apologizing. Yeah, after years of trying to tell everybody you better not talk, now that everyone knows I'm wrong. Andy Kindler, <clears throat> I've, you know, as you know, ever since, I, I'm going to say it was the time you were on my late night show. I've been consigned to working in my basement. I'm not saying it was connected. My point is. <laughs> I have bad luck that way, for sure. Why get around my bad I energy? I never really worked the company circuit. I'm like, is that a thing? Do, do guys ask you to watch the masturbate? I've never, I've oh, no, never, that doesn't. I uh, just never. Really? No, that's not. A, I wouldn't say that's a comedy-centric thing, but. The fact that he's using it as a power move. I mean, who knows what was in his mind, but it's a power. It is a power move of some kind. Well, it's you were like, saying it's a carrot and a stick, and his actual stick. Yeah. His stick is the, yeah. When you work with Louis C.K., it was the carrot and the stick. The carrot was, uh, oh, maybe he'll put me on one of his shows if I'm friends with him. And the stick was his penis. Now, of course, in that metaphor or whatever, either one of them could have been his penis. I could have gone with the carrot. I get that we're all attention hogs that are comedians, but what... Is that a separate area of performance art, wanting someone to watch you masturbate? I've just never, I'm seriously, I've just never encountered this. I grew up a little Catholic girl in upstate New York. I don't, I've well, never had a guy say, hey. Maybe within the context you... of a relationship. Oh, okay. But that's not a relationship. <laughs> it's backstage at the fucking Catch a Rising Star. Yeah, which makes, which makes you wonder, why, Andy, did you come up with that completely odd example of it? Yes, if it's two consulting adults who have agreed that one of them has a more powerful position and that it would be really sexy if they, he did something creepy to the other one. They love it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fantasy they have. See, I've tr- I try to be a liberal helper because I've never been in the situation, but I don't know how you, I, you know, because I get the women didn't know how to because of the power imbalance. Mm-hmm. But what do you say? Like, oh, well, you know, I'm really backed up. Would you like to watch me uh, enema because I brought it with me? Would you like to watch that? I have a yeast infection. I need, I need to douche. Would you like to like what? I don't know how you come back. Well, neither of those things man were, were uh, I mean, that none of those sound like fun. Now, maybe they pitched it differently. I don't know what I'm saying even now. They didn't pitch it differently. How does a woman... Here's what they did. Here's what they did. Hey, uh, uh, Vanessa, I'm making up a name. All right. Let's go. You want to walk over to the other side of the club with me? Right. Yeah. What, what's this? What am I doing, Vanessa? I'm showing you my horrible penis. With the red pubic hair that you never wanted to see, that you never had any sexual feelings towards me, or even positive feelings towards me, and I'm seeing if I can get over that yeah. by by taking it out and yeah. uh, making everyone feel creepy. Yeah, and he's the bad guy. Yeah, I used to make fun okay. of him when there was no reason to. Yeah, I know. You know, you said this, and God bless you, Andy Kindler, because you are a fine American. Because you, uh, 
You made a great point. Uh, you said, I always had a problem with Louis based on my own pettiness, anger, and feelings of what might have been. Where were you when I was right based on my own troubles? Thank you. Thank you for being selfless in a weird way that you're like, I knew he was a shit heel. Right. For to- just from my own jealousy. But fuck you people for not being where I was. Well, right? that was my argument like with the Emily Nussbaum thing for like, she's... What kind of made him into a? I'm not saying she's responsible for his fame, but she was like the biggest genius of all time. And yeah. if you read the, the things that she she wrote about, she's even there's a thing where he's doing a scene of masturbating oh. years and years ago. Funny. And then when after it's found out about him, she said she'd heard rumors about that oh. for years. I don't know how you would write about someone being the second coming of the comedy god if you had suspicions that they were right. It would temper my feelings about it. I know that's not fair. I should keep my review separate from okay. my knowledge. You are literally like Robert Hayes in Airplane now. Are you having a stroke or a heart attack of any kind? You're just, you're sweating. Oh, no, the sweating is, uh, the sweating is because I think I've said the wrong things. No. I think that I've... Well, we've, all, we've both said the wrong things. There's no wrong things on the Happy Hour podcast. Uh, the sweating is unfortunate. I'd like to say that it goes I'm away. I'm concerned. Well, you, do you want to cast me as a guy who thinks he lost his wallet? Oh, my God. <gasps> I can't find my wallet. Well, how about this? You, my, were very, you were most compelling in this podcast as the guy having a heart attack on a plane. <laughs> Opening scene of Marcus Welby. Okay. There's a flight. Oh. <laughs> I should go see Dr. Welby. But then when he says it looks bad, I want to run some tests, I'll go back on the road again. And then I'll be on a flight. Okay. Ah! Okay. You watched Andy. Marcus Welby, but you're too young for the show. No, you I, couldn't have watched it. No, I did. I don't remember. No, it wasn't it was one of your favorites. A little past my time. Yeah, all right. Um, I, was, I was too in love with Chad Everett from, what was that show? Ma- major, uh, major Medical? Something. Was it, wasn't he in a doctor Chad show? Chad Everett, he was so dreamy with his blue eyes. That's before I knew I was gay. Okay. <laughs> Hilarious. Medical center. Medical, Medical center. Medical center. That's before. Yeah, because you thought he was dreamy. Yeah. But it, you were still confused. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, if Chad Everett had, you know, gone for me, I might not have, you know, who knows? Could have been different. Okay, Andy. Um, <laughs> That'd be a whole school you, of psychology. <laughs> I love that you were talking about your sort of ovoir of uh, uh, criticizing other comedians. And you said, what's the point of making a speech about how I don't like Jenny Fallon's sketches when the entire world could be blown up at any minute by Trump? It, it really has changed the comedy yeah. nexus, hasn't it? I, what did Louis C- or, uh, uh, oh God, Louis Black say to us? I said, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, this is so great for comedians. And he's like, yeah, you know, like kind of like having a stroke is good for a nap. I mean, <laughs> it's true like, it, because we all are having... I think Julia Louis-Dreyfus just said this. She got the Mark Twain Award the other night, and she was like, yeah, this is really not funny anymore. <laughs> this is really not funny. And yet we're sort of tasked with how do you make it funny, whether it's you or me or SNL. Yet or- she said nothing when Jay Leno was presented with the award. This is, in other words, now you speak uh-huh. out. It's another Now you speak out. And you know why Jay Leno got the Mark Twain Award? Because they're very similar. Mark Twain also had an exotic collection of steamboats that he kept in a huge garage. And also, he never touched his Tonight Show money, Mark Twain. See, this is what's because Jalen was always very nice to me. Well, I'm, I, my wife and many of my friends have said, "Stop making, stop it already." It's starting to look like it's my issue. 
issue now since he's been retired for 14 years. No, exactly. He does that car show. He does a car show. Although I will say that when I had my old uh, radio show, we had a, I know, ultimate like peak hack. We had a joke contest for some reason. And so, but Jay Leno uh, called in and my screener hung up on him because it, he <laughs> didn't think it was him, right? Didn't, yeah, no, yeah, didn't yeah. think it was. What is the joke? Yeah, I can't say it's Stephanie. Yeah, yeah, uh, here's something. Well, like, that is the worst Jay Leno impression here's ever. Here's something. Yeah, in medical yeah, news. And uh, Britney Spears is how, in the news. How no, she he, isn't, Jay. How would he be handling <laughs> Trump, do you think, in the monologue every night? <laughs> He'd do funny things about his hair. <laughs> oh, like Jimmy Fallon did messing it up? Yeah, that that messed up Jimmy Fallon in a way, his career a know, little bit. I know. I don't know why I'm so schadenfreude about it. Yeah, everyone needs to be... Andy Kindler now because I of Donald did. Trump. It is your time, my friend. I love that you're going to star as Barry Bitterman oh, in the, the dark comedy. The fine that the movie is not, has not shot yet. Oh, but uh, and this is this is the, my, the story of my entire career. Oh, congratulations in that movie. You can't say it's in the. It's not quite in the can yet. And when I say not quite in the can, I mean I've not shot any of it. I've not started production yet. I have a podcast. Though. That's what Lindsey Graham says. What? What? What did I mean by that? What? Tell I have us about your podcast. It's called Thought Spiral, oh. and it's me and my uh, podcast partner, Josh Elvis Weinstein of Freaks and Geeks and so Mystery Science extra Theater. Extra Jewy, then. Extra Jewy. Yeah. It's just two Jews, two hours, right. two microphones. No guests. There's nothing to look forward to in the show. <laughs> Is that the name of it? I love that. Two I know, Jews, no, it's two microphones, uh, two. two. We could have named it that, but it's called Thought Spiral. And I'm going to tell you, man, since I started this podcast, you see the shirts I'm wearing now? Yeah. Pretty goddamn good. Yeah. Pretty sweet. I'm up yeah. to, I think, 5,000 nice. listeners after nice. a year and a half. You know, you made a good point about podcasts. You said people who listen to podcasts love to have food delivered to their house unco- right. uncooked in a box. Listen, the people that do that know that Sunfair is the best of those products. Nice segue. Andy nice Kindler. Nice segue. Sweet as sugar. Sun Basket. I'm sorry. Sun Basket. Wow, go, <laughs> Sun Basket. Sun Basket is the best of those boxes of uncooked food. Really podcast people do love them, Andy Kindler. What's your point? Tell me about them. You get wine delivered because of your podcast. Sun Basket. <laughs> Sun Basket is the best, right? Oh, you yeah. sound like the Vichavita Vigiman girl. Yes. I love <laughs> it when you bring your Sun Basket leftovers down here for us to share. Thank you. The Vichavita Vigiman. Quick and easy recipes are the best. I have Jackie Sunbath. All right, you played your uh, Mark Maron has done this podcast. You have been on Mark Maron's uh, show, yeah, on uh, right the TV show, playing yeah. a version of yourself. I only can play versions of myself. <laughs> I only get jobs if it was written for me. That part was written for me, and I still barely got it. And I've played myself on probably six or seven other roles, and and I can always play an agent. I love playing an agent. Yeah, you want uh, Stephanie Miller? You better call. She doesn't get on plane one. Unless uh, you tell me she has a... No, first class will not be sufficient. Uh, I want to be sitting up with the captain somehow. All right, get back to me on that. Oh, that's another inside baseball story about talk radio. <clears throat> Sean Hannity, when I was at the same station, he, you did not just have to send a private plane. He sometimes would <laughs> refuse the plane if it was not the right kind of private plane. Oh! Which is exactly what I negotiate when I negotiate whether I'm in coach or uh, in the baggage area of the plane his brain when he passes on i hope he doesn't pass on but if he no. does pass on of course not. um 
They're going to do a study on his brains. It's going to be completely steroid-filled, his head, his muzzled head. I feel like well, he's like a giant Fred Flintstone head, but I feel like his, the brain is like a little tic-tac. Like you could probably hear it like when he gets confused. Like I don't know how they're covering There's some all the Munster Democrats having like bombs sent to them. Like he's probably just like, it just doesn't <laughs> fit the angry liberal mob. And then you just hear a little tic-tac. Just mob, that's going to take off. Hey, the Democrats are a mob. Antifa. Antifa. I like to mispronounce Antifa. I don't. The problem are we is all Antifa. supposed to be anti-fascists? I don't. No, 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 no. That's terrible that you would be anti-fascist. Uh, right, okay. I mean, like it's okay. one thing to be anti-fascist, but but the punching him in the face. You want to go that far? You can't respect the Nazis. You remember in Annie Hall where Woody Allen says the Nazis are planning to uh, protest? Uh, no, to go to walk in the park, and he goes, he goes. Well, we really should go down and uh, protest that. And Woody Allen goes, no, I think we should go down with. Baseball bats. The Nazis don't understand. Right, you talked about uh, speaking of Trump, Roseanne getting fired. Um, so, and, and she died of. Uh, listen, you and I need to write in every show. She died of opioids. I said she should have choked on macadamia nuts because that's her. She is a ah. Stephanie, I have a macadamia farm. She, she grows. Them. You want to try my nuts? Right. Yes. She grows them. That would be funnier, right? Did you see that show? I didn't even I didn't know it, it came no, in. No. You said maybe you because you're a helper like me. You're a liberal helper. You said maybe she can get a. Seat on the new match game. I thought the bitch was blank. And then she could just fill in. <laughs> they don't remember the joke that that's based on. I don't remember. Yes, either. I thought the bitch was. Oh, yeah. White or something like that. I thought the bitch was white. Okay, so now I have one degree of separation. So I got to meet Valerie Jarrett last night. And tell her, tell them what you did. I'm not sure if this is more or less racist. I was more. nervous, Andy, because I don't really leave my basement. And so I was excited to meet her in person. And I blurted out, oh, I'm so sorry you got screwed about being Secretary of State. And she's like, that was Susan Rice. I was like, oh, my God. I ha- if I wasn't a white person who has done that exact thing probably 40 times in my right? life. Right. But I can feel the pain there because we are white and we aren't and we will say stupid things. White liberals are the worst. I was white, like, right. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Like I, uh, Sam I meant, Rubin. I know. I knew that. I knew. Okay. When Sam Rubin got mixed up. Oh, with, oh, we just had Lawrence Fishburg on the yes. happy hour, and we were talking about how many times he gets mistaken. We're like, we loved you in whatever, like for whoever, Samuel right? Jackson. Samuel Jackson, yeah. he gets mistaken for yes. Oh, but you see, this is it. White people. That's why white people like Stephanie and uh, and I are the white are the right kind of white people. Because when anything could see, yes, I understand we're we, idiots. We feel legitimately bad. We are we terrible, and there's no expression of anger that wouldn't be appropriate. At yeah. least you gave her a title upgrade, though, in her job position. She it was like she I was never up to, to be secretary. I'm like, well, you should have been. That's what save. That was my save. You should have been. <laughs> that was my point. Oh That's my what I was God. mad about. Oh, Damn, I gotta Susan go. Rice got in your way. Go. But she was nice about it, though, probably, right? She was very nice. It was just and then a little later, awkward. Later, awkward. she made a call, and you haven't been able to go to, uh, to an airport. That's right. Now, I like that. It's like a Rickles thing. She made a call and sent her a flare. And then the army started. Um, also, did you know Andy played Andy on Everybody Loves oh Raymond? Oh, my God. That seems like... That was another version of, a- of Andy oh my... playing Andy. Yeah, then he called me Andy, and yeah. and that part was very hard because I had to... Be myself and also remember lines. It's not so easy. But it's like Ray had to play Ray. Right. And I st- and they said, Andy, please, can you at least not tr- dart your eyes towards the camera? We know. We like, you like the camera. We get it. But giving signals to people, 
in television land? You're not Carol Burnett. Andy, can you do that take without pulling your earlobe to give a signal to your grandmother who's watching the taping? I'm going to name drop it. Carol Burnett's done the Happy Hour podcast as well. She That's so there. great. She sat right there. Okay, Andy, my point is... Uh, That's depressing now that people think, you, and now no, I'm here. You No, your uh, take on comedy, you said Netflix keeps making comedy specials shorter and shorter. I'm waiting for... 90 people who make a funny noise special, which I think is probably coming, right? Just, okay, thank you, next, and... Yeah, that's the... Well, I'm so surprised, because you told me Vine was going to make a trillion dollars, and I said, the, really, the six-second videos? You said, look, mark my words. Yeah. We, neither of us have had... A, I, I could be Steffi Slidewhistle. I could... Right? I could get a four-second Netflix special. I've never made a regular video besides a viral video. I won't even make a uh, video postcard to a family member. You and I could do Tom, doodling Tom Lincoln's impressions, and no one will know who we're even talking about. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I'm baby, Tom Lincoln. Why should why you should treat women as an inferior gender? Coming yeah. up after these messages. Right. One eight hundred, blow me up top. Blow me up top. He used to be a liberal guy. At some I know, point, right? right? Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. I, the people who go from liberal to crazy. Like that, there was that David Horowitz guy. He yeah. must have been crazy when he was on the left wing. Yes. I mean, I know I'm too old to remember when he was, because he's been that anti. Ah, I was on the left until I wised up. <laughs> no, I know people seriously been in this game a long time because there's no clearly there's no money in liberal radio. But I know I know guys that are liberal that like were like, Meh, all right. I gotta be a right wing lunatic to make money, and I know oh my for God. fucking sure they're not liberal. And it's it, but that's the thing. I listen. I have my, I have my goddamn principles, Andy Kendler. That's why I'm here in my basement. Because fuck, I'm not gonna fucking fake that. I'm seriously. I've had right. I've had Kendler. people say if you went back to your dad's roots and said, "Oh, I've discovered uh, I'm whatever," you could have 500 stations tomorrow. You could be a millionaire. Like I, I just I, there's a big line to sell out though. You know, there's a lot of people who are. Want to sell out, and yet yeah. and we would never. We, I'm Andy Kittler coming up in a half hour. Tell us why you love President Trump. We're taking all callers on iHeartRadio. On uh, what's that one that the hideous uh, Mark Levin's on? What's that radio called? Answer the answer. The answer is. And now here's Tangerine Man going out to Donald Trump. Hi, <laughs> love songs on the coast. The answer, and the answer apparently is racism. I guess. That's our brand, guys. Now get out there and racist it up. I used to listen How to How are we going to survive this? Are we going to have a blue wave, Andy Kindler? What's happening? I believe, and I've been wrong so much that why even listen to me? <laughs> You're better than any pun that I listen to. Go ahead. I think that we will take over the House. And when I say yes. the House, I'm yeah. a member of the Democratic Party. Not yeah. the Thank Dem you. Thank you. I believe that. And not only that. I believe there's a chance that we might take over the Senate. O alternatively... I do, too. I'm not giving up on the Senate. Do not fucking give up. Alternatively... We are all Richard Gere in Officer and Gentleman. Right. We're not going to quit. Yes. We get no place else to go. You're out of order, Stephanie. No, you're this out of order. This person's out of no, order. No, you ordered the Code Red. What? I ain't going to quit. I got nowhere else to go. That's so... Our that country. would be like me if I was being an actor. I, and I wouldn't have gotten the part with that kind of overacting. I got nothing 
than the cow. Andy? I gotta quit. I got nowhere else to go. You know what? You know how you would have gotten that part if you did your Marcus Welby heart attack. I don't have no place to go. You know, you can see Andy at uh, Uncabaret. Wow, 25th anniversary show coming up Sunday, November 18th at the theater at the Ace Hotel here in Los Angeles. Andy, you're a, a curmudgeonly delight. You really oh, are. Oh, thank you. Uh, how did we follow you on Twitter? I am at Andy Kindler. I, well, I'm at my actual is... name. It's the only thing I've gotten right in life is my Twitter account. I don't and, have mine. Uh, I don't have mine. I only have Steph Miller's show. I couldn't even get my name. Fucking that bitch. Whatever she's doing. <laughs> Andy Kindler, so great to see you. Well, again. thank you. This was a lot of fun. You were fantastic. Say goodnight, everybody. Well, goodnight, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>